Hey guys, I want to talk to you about enjoying God's presence in prayer. Last summer, my wife and I went to the beach for a week and we rose early in the morning and went to the dock to catch the sunrise. When we got there, we were the only two there. We sat down quietly waiting for the sun to rise and little by little more and more people showed up. By the time the sun started to rise, it was probably 20 people there and everyone was quiet giving full attention to the rising of the sun. It was so beautiful and so majestic that uh, I think my wife even teared up, but nobody spoke. Everybody was quietly, reverently watching this beautiful rising of the sun. And as we did this, I thought, that is prayer. We come in with one agenda, and it is to silently, reverently, enjoy the rising of the sun the exaltation of the viewing of the beholding of jesus the wonderful perfect shining bridegroom in order to do this i find a couple things help one we must empty our heart of all of its needs empty our concerns out, empty out our responsibilities, empty out our self-confidences, our track record. We think we're so great sometimes, but empty all of these things out that we might then offer the mind completely to God. Offer the heart's love, the yoke of the heart's love to God. To give our body and will over completely to God and then just linger there. A waiting gaze, just gazing with the Lord, drinking in the sight of the sun, keeping before our eyes his shining attributes of love and goodness and justice and grace. He is good to us. And then with loving surrender, we're, we're listening, but we're not trying to hear. We're watching, but we're not trying to see. We are content to be attentive to God. We're content being attentive to God. Uh, this simple consciousness turned to Him, this simple consciousness of God is wholeness. This full attention upon God is the lacking nothing, praise God, where He fulfills all the longings of the soul. You say, Eric, what, what are we attentive to? Yes, it is God as God, putting our heart and our mind upon God as God. We reverently and silently recognize the fact of His presence. We're not entering His presence and leaving His presence. His presence is a fact. And by this recognition of the fact of His presence, our faith in the present God bows us in adoration. You could say adoration is the heart bowing in response to the sight of God or the recognition of God's presence. We joyfully then recognize his longing love for us revealed in the gospel and we receive him as our soul's satisfaction. Uh, it, I'd be foolish to think that this is going to happen in our hearts unchallenged. 
for the natural man, he'll try to gain the mind. Because the natural man is so self-centered, he can't stand to be overlooked or disregarded or forgotten or dismissed. Uh, the old man wants to fight. But when this happens, uh, we shouldn't get discouraged because discouragement will lead to shipwreck. But also, we don't directly oppose the old man. We just simply, in recognition of the worthlessness of the old man, remain giving God the attention he deserves by the offering of our mind to him, giving him our thoughts of his holiness, his goodness, his grace, how faithful he's been to us, and also offering our love from the yoke of our hearts to him, recognizing his great love for us revealed in the gospel, and then also offering our bodies to God to be possessed by God. I often say to God, oh Lord, possess my body, God. Possess my whole body, God. I give you my whole body. And this, uh, this right here causes us to be aware of the inner man. If you don't know what the inner man is, the scriptures reveal to us that the inner man is that faculty inside of us that receives the Spirit. He feels God. He knows God. He senses God. He perceives God by the Holy Spirit's indwelling. Uh, this is inward tranquility, the, the Spirit of God in the inward man. Inward tranquility. It's the absence of, of worry and anxiety and fear because in recognition and surrender of those things to God, the Holy Spirit comforts the heart. It's, it's a disposition of faith. It's the recognition of the reality of God causing us to see things as they in fact are and not see things as the world would make us see them or how we would see them by default, but seeing and re realizing the reality of God, we see how things really are, that he's the victor. He reigns unchallenged and all of his purposes will come to pass. None of his purposes can be thwarted. Praise God. Uh, this gives way to an inward pleasure awareness, as I like to call it. Pleasure awareness of full victory, righteousness imputed. Praise God. We really believe it. We can see it. We sense it. And the liberty that there is in knowing Jesus Christ. And, and it seems like all the gaps of the soul to, to need to have something, to need to possess something, to need to be accepted or significant or successful or to be recognized or to be valued or even to be secure in this world or even have health in the body, all of these things seem to lose their persuasive power when we recognize God as God and that being the source of joy, peace, fulfillment. God fulfilling the whole heart with himself. See, the soul tastes the very reason why it's made in this place of prayer. Uh, such a taste of God creates a distaste for the world, the flesh and the devil, the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life, and the body and all of its excesses. And we find that that dullness of heart that so often is the case of Christians, is be, it's, it becomes bright. He brightens up that dullness and the lethargy begins to be replaced with vitality and the tumult of the mind is stilled and brought into peaceful order. This is lacking nothing. Uh, and all this issues from being alive to God. The scriptures tell us in Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. You know, young lions lack but those that seek the Lord lack no good thing. In other words, God gives 
unto his own who seek him, himself, and in having him we have all. Andrew Murray said, Abiding in Christ is nothing more than me giving myself wholly to God and God giving himself wholly to me. This spiritual happiness comes from this love subjugation, praise God, and this it causes the increase of fruit. And this is a lifestyle that brings about results that are far from a life that is entangled with self and entangled with the things and the affairs of this world. But uh, to really practically understand how to live in this state of being where the Lord is my shepherd and I lack nothing. He is with me. I have him. He leads me besides still waters. He, he makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name. He prepares a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Praise God. He anoints my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely, goodness and mercy follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. In order to have this reality experienced in our lives, I think it's important that we dethrone self and enthrone God. In other words, unless he's Lord, he won't be shepherd. If he's going to be shepherd, he's got to be Lord. We must dethrone ourselves and enthrone God. And that's where the realities of the good shepherd are experienced. And we lack nothing. We realize his presence delivering us from all fear. Praise God. The fact of his presence. It doesn't take long to dethrone self and enthrone God. It just takes vulnerably admitting to God that you need him, that you cannot rule your own life, that you give your whole life into his, his hand, you offer your heart up to him. His person and presence should mean enough to us for us to take some amount of time every day that is designated just to adore him for who he is, what he is, thank him. For, for what he has done, for his continued safeguarding, his mercies and his grace, and to plead with him even for divine assistance in all of our affairs in life, and also to look to him to quicken us for service, to look to him that we might pray in his name and affect things in the earth. The whole of the matter is the enjoyment of God is very similar to watching a sunrise. We come in and we sit down. No efforts, no striving. We're not running around. We're not standing up trying to get something done. We rest and we give full, wholehearted, silent, reverent attention to the, exalt the exalted sun who is resplendent with glory and enjoy the sights of this lovely one. Praise God. Father, I pray for every viewer that you would help each one of us realize your presence, the fact of your presence. And from the fact of your presence, enter into that place of lacking nothing, having all in you, for you are a good shepherd and we make you our Lord and we receive your nourishment in green pastures and the waters of rest that you give to us. We thank you for guiding us in the path of righteousness for your own name's sake. Thank you, Lord, that you prepare a table in the presence of our enemies. Yes, you feed us. 
you feed us. And Lord, yea, that we walk through the valley, the shadow of death, we will fear no evil, for you are with us. Lord, help us to realize this. Fill us to overflowing in your precious name, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Hey, don't forget, every Tuesday night, I meet for an hour with my partners from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's been wonderful. Praise God. Join us. It's been great.